from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. We are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA Sport. With Keeley Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levicka, Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. Baseball season, we are in opening day. And a lot of people still consider this a holiday. We started the show saying, is, is opening day Masters, especially with Tiger involved, other than Super Bowl Sunday, is that the sports holiday? I think for many still, opening day, that's the celebration. That's bigger than March Madness. That's bigger than uh, day one of the NFL draft. Got a tweet that the NFL draft night one, that is the sports holiday other than Super Bowl Sunday. And it makes sense considering that the NFL is king. We know that. It's a great one. The NFL is king. Uh, but baseball, let's set a base. Who is your team? What's the storyline? Who is your team? What's the storyline? And do you still keep score at baseball games? Are you one of those people that keep score at baseball games? And if you do, Why? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and on Twitter at KLV1063. Because if you keep score at baseball games, oh, I want to keep track of what's going on. Yeah, but you have a um, a um, a phone. You have an entire computer in your pocket. Yeah, it's right? fun. But do you, do you track and chart tackles at an NFL game? Not the same. Are you keeping score and tracking assists at an NBA game? Not the same. If you're betting on it. And that moves really... <laughs> but you use your phone. But here's the thing. That moves really fast. That moves very okay. fast. Yeah. Have you ever taken score, baseball score? I have because it's I used to cool. be a writer. I used to be a writer. I was a newspaper writer at a time in my life. And so I covered a lot of baseball, a lot of basketball. And so I would, because I didn't trust the school's stats, these high schools that I was covering. Listen. I would track my own stats for the I'm newspaper. I'm not going to say nothing, but I listen. Yeah. And then coaches, <laughs> coaches would be like, oh, you, 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 you didn't have my player with, with eight assists. I'm like, because he didn't have eight assists. He had six. All right? All right? I, I can so see. That's where Ken's pettiness probably started. The Northwest Indiana Times that has the That is not where his pettiness run. started. You know when Ken's pettiness started? Junior high. <laughs> oh, yeah. It started early. It started real. Well, when you're a diminutive child like I was, when you're, you're never – when you're generally the smallest person in your class, and I had big ears, and you get a chip on your shoulder, right? But I had a big That's ass brain. That's what Napoleon brains. would say. So anytime I could show off that big ass brain, it was on. Actually, we, that's where this is that what from. we're talking about? I just want to make sure I don't. You know, you speaking innuendo from time uh, to time. All I know, all I know is that you're bad uh, a thousand. Two for two, two for two <laughs> in the uh, in the old kid department. First try both times. Flex time. <laughs> Uh, That's so, going to be Ken. <laughs> He's going to put that on his headstone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> two for two, kids. It's going to be amazing. That's oh how I'll always God. be known. And it's just going to have like a flex, like a in the granite, just a picture of a flexed arm or something. Uh, so baseball, do you, do you keep score baseball games? And I'm generally curious as to why, because, uh, oh, it's part of what I do. But, but, but again, why? Let's start with Skyler in Texas. Skyler's on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Skyler? Hey, y'all. Hey, so Skyler. I'll start off. I, I, I don't keep track of score. I only keep track of my beer count. Yeah. Hey. Well, hey. good man. Good man. 
He's a but, uh, I mean, as far as my team, I was on here a month ago. I talked about Albert coming back to the Cardinals, and that's that's my team. That's my storyline. You got Yachty, Pujols, and Wayno. Um, the city of St. Louis is just going to come to life for those guys. And we're not even talking about the two best players on the team being Arenado and Goldie. Yep. Um, that just adds adds to it. So are they going to be um, able to compete with the Brewers? I mean, I'd like to think so. I mean, the city of St. Louis, we've been known. I mean, you look back at our 2011 run, that was a, that was a crazy just get it together and just get it going. I think it's just a matter of if and when we get hot, in which I, I don't think it's an if. I just think it's a matter of when and how long we can sustain it. But I just think it's going to be fun, especially Albert in that DH spot. Um, it's going to be really cool to see this year. Uh, appreciate the call. Uh, so the Cardinals, Yachty. Pujols, Wainwright, what are they going to be? Can they compete with the Brewers? There's a storyline. Good. We're off to a good start. Here we go. We're setting that baseball base, Keeley. This is what we're doing. We're raking the infield. Now we're going to bring the hose, water it down a little bit, moisten it up a little bit. We're getting our warm-up throws in, and we're ready to go. It's baseball season. Let's go, Keeley. Oh, my God. How many baseball ground crew analogies are you going to put in? <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're painting the lines. Yeah, <laughs> We're painting go the ahead, batter's boxes. We're getting the tarp ready. You got the on-deck circle together? Uh, the on-deck circle is raked. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. What else is there? The bases have been placed. Did we do the warning measure. track one? we got to measure the bases. Oh, yeah, we're making sure they're 90 feet. Yep, yep. The uh, the pitcher's mount has the rosin bag. We are still going. Man, I am I am just rolling through this. I'm impressed with myself. I, I am too, I feel actually. good for baseball season, and maybe I missed my calling. I should just be on a grounds crew. Uh, <laughs> Lou is in West Palm. What's going on, Lou? Hey, how you doing, folks? Good. Hi, Lou. I'm a, I'm a Red Sox fan, um, and while I follow them most of the year, I, I don't think about going to games until around July. Um, I, I'm down here until May, so okay. I miss the beginning of I miss the beginning of the year usually, and I don't catch up, you know, until about May. I start catching up, but um, um, I, I think you know. With uh, with a lot of baseball fans, it's the same way. The opening day is important. And then because of so many games, yeah. uh, you know, you, you tend to not catch up with them until about July. Yeah, and, and it's honestly, and, uh, it's it, sort of like we just came off of a season like that. I think a lot of people handle college basketball like that too, Lou, where mm-hmm. uh, maybe you start getting into it closer to the conference tournaments and then the NCAA tournament starts and you're really honed in. But you can, if you get off to a bad April or a bad May, you can drag yourself back into contention right. by the end of July in the trade deadline. So, Lou, I, I definitely think that that's probably more normal now than it's ever been. I, I agree, and I agree with you on the tournament. I, I don't start watching college until the uh, conference championship, yeah. and then I watch it right through. But, um, you know, I'm a pretty avid Red Sox fan, and, and um, you know, it, it also depends on how the league treats their team. I remember when the Harrington group, um, sold the Red Sox back in 99, I think it was. And Dolan, the num- the owner of the Knicks, wanted to buy them, <laughs> had more money on the table than uh, than Warner and John Henry. But Seelig stepped in and said, we are not selling to this clown, mm-hmm. meaning Dolan. Mm-hmm. And he brought in John Henry, who they kind of owed because he was he was holding the bag yeah. um, with the Marlins yeah. when, when they were sold badly. So I think, you know, the league thought it was important to step in for the Red Sox, but I wonder if they do that for every franchise. And I'm not saying, you know, the Red Sox are self-important and all that, but, but um, 
you know, with some of the, I just wonder how the league treats it. Yeah, and that's a good question. Well, so. I don't know how that works and appreciate the call, Lou. I mean, obviously that was a different commissioner. I don't know how the new commissioner, who everybody, you know, absolutely abhors, uh, handles it now. But uh, could you imagine James Dolan taking over the Red Sox and just tanking that entire thing? That changed the course of history. Bud Selig stepping in and allowing John Henry and that ownership group to take over. I feel like I feel like there would be have been hilarious. I feel like there would have been mutiny. Oh yeah, in, in Boston, if that would have happened. But here's the thing, and and Lou is t- he's a Red Sox fan. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I yeah. mean. So you don't get any more fanatic than Red Sox fans and and Yankees fans. I mean, it, well, and there were, there are a lot of other people that would argue that. Obviously, Mets Cubs, fans. White that Sox, was Keely eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Mets fans. Keely Ferguson said well, that. But you know what I'm saying. You got your New York teams, your Boston teams, mm. Chicago teams. I would say outside of that, you you're gonna have some people that say like, oh, St. Louis, we're there, we're there. Yes, but those are those are your. When you think about who are the fanatics where does that word come oh, from yeah. you're gonna think of those teams and yeah, you even sure. got lou telling us like L- listen man i'll catch back up till july and i'm uh, saying right. that to say brian Rowitz and i my executive producer ken's only friend in the world mm-hmm. have this conversation every year right around this time when now high school is we're about to have no more high school sports we hit a lull in june and we go what are we going to talk about? And every year, this has happened in my career, every station I've been at for the last 20 years, we, I look at my co-anchor or I look at my producer and go, what are we going to talk about? It's June. We have nothing to talk about. And somehow or another, the baseball season gives us what we need. Yeah. So it's going to give us what we need, it, Ken. It, it, just not in April. It's going to yield its riches. We it just will. need to wait for it. Just not in April. And by the way, believe that in June, on Ken Levick Alive, we're talking about drinking. Drinking and grilling. That's what we're doing in, in June. June. Why is that? Alive. Why not? And I would even And mowing argue, lawns. And mowing lawns. I'm going to have a lot of dad advice for you in June, by the way, as well. Oh, I I was ner- I was waiting. Is Stone having a baby? Oh, I, no. That would look, be incredible. Look, let me start Not rumors. that he knows. Stone? I, oh, <laughs> see, I, see, I, shouldn't stone? Even, I should not have even opened that up. So would that let be me- a pebble? Twinkle, <laughs> twinkle. Another birdie for Tiger Woods, by oh, the way. Oh, my goodness. Two under. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Two under. That was that was my fault. That He's was tied my for fault. the lead, right? <laughs> Chill. He 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 did not birdie camp. Oh, you can't just drop that. He did not. I was trying to divert my me being a dad conversation oh, okay. going on. Yeah. Just let us know. Okay. But I would argue that <laughs> we that happens in just about every sport except for football. Because I was thinking in basketball that happens the very beginning of basketball season. We're into it. Then probably say for Christmas Day, like second week in December to probably release second or third week in January. Mm-hmm. Definitely a little bit before the All-Star break. We're like, eh. But definitely right before All-Star break, post-All-Star break, we're back into yeah. basketball. Yeah. Because that's a long season. Right. I mean, they play on Tuesday, for goodness sakes. <laughs> what happens? And don't let them happen on Tuesday. Uh, but you can <laughs> bet. You can bet. If the White Sox get out of April with like a four or five game lead, I am going to be Hockey, and we're going to talk about it. Treasure going Coast. to be. Palm Beach County, Treasure Coast. You know nothing about the White Sox. You will in a month's time. Let's go. Leo's in Riviera Beach. Leo's on Ken Levick Alive. Hi, Leo. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Keely, I like your style about, uh, you know, figuring out what you're going to talk about, and then baseball just, you know, somehow has a storyline. I like that well, attitude. That's a good approach you. to have. Thank you. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a big Marlins fan, so... Lately, I haven't had much to cheer about, but uh, I'm with Brian Rowitz. I, 
we have a good we have a good young pitching staff, so I'm I'm excited about that. But I want to see how the team, how the franchise reacts, or if there's any hangover from Jeter leaving. Yeah, and to see see which direction they go into. My birthday is near the end of May, so if the Marlins are still in contention by the end of May. I'll be happy. So that's all I'm asking for. I was going like, to say, like the the expectations are low, and you're right. The pitching staff is really legit. Young, at least one through three, uh, you know, you're going to get a good start from them. It's just what is that bullpen? Because that bullpen is atrocious. And is there any power, especially from the left side of the plate? Like what 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 are the right. Marlins going to have there? But they're consistent. Unfortunately, they're in the same division as the team that has like a three hundred million dollar payroll in the Mets and the defending champions and arguably the best offense in baseball in Philadelphia. So that is the tough part here. Right. And like I said, if we can be if if the if Marlins can be in contention by the end of May and they can score some runs and not give up all those leads like like with the with the bullpen, I think we'll be straight. And no, I don't keep keep a a score. Um I'm not I haven't applied to AARP yet. I was going to say. I don't keep score <laughs> yeah. at a baseball game. Yeah, you, you're receiving Social Security checks if you keep score at baseball games. Leo, appreciate the call. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Hey, real quick, are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? You need to see an expert in the field. Flat out, straight up, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located Located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. Tiger Woods is one shot off the lead through seven at the Masters. He is playing consistent, consistent golf. Oh, that reminds me. We need to stone play for Keeley. Um, uh, maybe not when we come back or maybe when we come back. We'll figure it out. Um, this is what happens when we play on the show on the fly. It's just bad radio. But we need to play her the Russell Wilson how he met Ciara oh my um, yesterday and get her input on he, on that. Ciara. What did he say, Ciara? What did Ciara. I say, Ciara? That's so white. I'm white, okay? So Ciara. Stone. Yeah, but okay, fine. His name That's... is Stone Lebanowitz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I, but I got dance moves, though. Uh, yeah. It's when debatable. we come back, <laughs> is Russell Wilson corny or smooth? And is Stephen Ross and the Dolphins in trouble? The latest with the Brian Flores lawsuit that is breaking. With Keeley Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Lavica. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. By the way, Stone, just give it to me. And I knew this was going to happen because you abused when you got uncomfortable when we were talking about a clear hypothetical about a Stone child potentially entering the world at some point. He abused the tiger birdie sound effect. And what happened, Stone? Yep, a birdie. Or a bogey, I should say. As tiger well, we Woods told bogey. you to take a picture of the leaderboard yep. while you could. So he is now two shots off the lead. We get the idea. He bogeyed. 
A baby we get the stone idea. would be so cute. Yeah, yeah. A little pebble. Oh, <laughs> Pebble Abanowitz. That would be so cute. Would you name him Pebble? I would or not. Or a girl, you could name her Pebbles, Pebbles. like the Flintstones. I actually think you could. Pebble. You should consider that when the time comes. Pebbles, because of the girl, sounds about right, but I, I, I think I want a junior. So it just might be another stone. Stone Junior? So you could have Stone Labanowitz Jr. and then Pebble Labanowitz. Pe- what I, if they're twins? I put Pebbles. I'd give it an S. Her an S. Sorry, not Pebbles it. Pebbles Labanowitz. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I kinda, like it. I, I do too. I dig it. I'm actually fully on board and fully endorsed. Now this. I don't know how your wife is gonna feel. Notice I said wife. Oh, Keely's saying <laughs> you, you got a wife. You got to wife her up before you have pebbles. I hear it. I hear it. All right, All right now. All right. Listen, this, this is. This, <laughs> I love having the show mom. This is show mom. Uh-huh. All right. Trying now. to just guide guide us through life. That's what she <laughs> does. A pure mom in every sense. Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel Five, awesome. WFLX Fox Twenty Nine. I'm Ken Lavica. Uh, do we have the uh, the proper version, the edited version of Russell Wilson on the <laughs> Kevin Hart podcast? Because I want to make sure that uh, we don't get like an FCC fine. Or should I give you a, a little bit? Can you give me about ten seconds just to check it. All right. All good. Um, uh, so we are after we we get Keeley's input here on <laughs> on Russell Wilson whether or not he's corny or smooth. He told the story on the Kevin Hart iHeart Radio podcast about how him and uh, Ciara started dating. Like air. Oh, Ciara. Why do I keep calling her Ciara? I don't know. Ciara. Yes. Okay. Uh, after uh, how they started dating, how uh-huh. they how they got together, he told the story of how that happened, and Stone and I both think that it is super super soft. Like it just seems really really corny. But Not Je- soft. Jeanette loved it. Jeanette was like, "That's what's up." My wife was like, "That's good stuff, right and there." And so, who does it? So, what does it matter? What I'm you my guys own think? man, Keely. I'm my own man, well, and I can judge other is, men. Okay, Keely. But my point is, the women. Who is who he was directing it towards a woman. Doesn't matter what you men think. Okay, but I'm Worked. also a man with a show and a microphone, and I think Russell Wilson can be corny, and I think that I have every right to judge the man. And I can only do that because he definitely has a lot more money than I do, and he does not <laughs> care what Ken Lavica thinks. Um, by the way, we will after after we get Keeley's insight on this. Uh, there is more to this Brian Flores lawsuit. Two additional coaches have jumped on board in Brian Flores' lawsuit against the NFL uh, that is alleging racial discrimination in coaching hiring. And there is, I'm not saying more importantly, but probably more of the national interest, unfortunately, mm-hmm. more into uh, Stephen Ross offering Brian Flores payment for losses in Brian Flores' first season as the Dolphins head coach. So we'll get to that in a second. Stone, are we good to go? Yes, sir. All right, so here is Kevin Hart, iHeartRadio podcast. This was Russell Wilson telling the story about how he was able to get Sierra to buy in and start dating him. How he bagged her. How he bagged her, right? Not my words, their words. You want to know the line that in your mind that made you, made you bag Sierra? What was the line that got her to go out on a date with you? Well... Uh, first, first of all, you know, I had this Come wallet. On now, I, had this wallet I had this wallet, and it was, it was broke. It was broke down. It was like kind of tore up. Yep, you know, yep, I had, yep. had it for a while. I was single at the time. You know, I was running around single, and I had, I had this wallet. It was tore up. So I could, you know, first day we met, and we had been talking for two and a half hours. You know, hanging out, whatever. And, and she saw the uh, wallet sit on the table. She said, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> she said, "What the hell is that?" I, I said, "What? What are you talking about?" She said that wallet, you losing with that. I said, I put my finger. I said, first of all, with me, 
you never lose. Ooh. Ooh. I said, second of all, second of all, I said, that's what, I said that, that wallet, that shows consistency. Mm. Shows consistency. That's what you're going to get from me. Wow. You're gonna somebody's going to be yes. consistent for you every day. Mm -hmm. See, that's what and I so, uh, broke down. I said, I'm still so, Keely, after hearing that, Russell Wilson, corny or smooth? Uh, you know what? <laughs> Is there a neutral answer? No, no absolutely there's not. There's no such thing as a neutral you know what? in corny would, or smooth. If I heard that, I would go, oh, that's cute. It's still not a good enough answer. I did, I, uh, would you? Would you? Would I have gone out with him again? In, in, your, dating, in your dating life, uh huh. Okay. would you have had someone tell you that? If you pointed out their wall and they're like, hey, you're not losing with me. Consistency. That's what you're getting with me. Would you say what delivery there from Ken? Oh man! Like after is, we're, after we've already been talking two and a half hours, she are, she obviously likes him. If you're on the phone for two and a half hours, so he can he can say. I mean, is that kind of corny? Sure, okay. but it's kind but it's cute. All right. I'd be like, oh, that's that sounds cute. like an endorsement. Ken, she's, I would, yeah, she's I would the run around. Ken, she's giving no, us the runaround. No, I would still go out with him again. Even listen, corny equals consistency. Unlike future, they got eight babies and eight. But that's consistent. Consistently <laughs> irresponsible. I blame I mean, these women too. Eight though. babies me, is consistently fertile. I I listen. I here's the thing. <laughs> God bless Sierra for for seeing the light and saying her prayer. But I you can, I would never be baby mama number four. Well, I'm not gonna be baby mama. Period. Mm -hmm. Let's 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 say that. But after if you're baby mama number two, okay. Mm -hmm. After three, I now I get confused. Sierra was four. Girl, you thought she was about to be different. Okay. Right. So so when you come off yeah. of that, everything else is like, okay. Because yeah. Russell Wilson only had an ex-wife. Right. He didn't he didn't have anything else. And what and if you don't have any children with that person, once y'all divorce, that's it. You she goes over there, you go over here. Right, right. So Coming off of that, short of, I, I can't think of how Russell Wilson wouldn't have gotten Sierra unless he was just a jerk. But we know he's not. No one has ever said that. People have said Russell Wilson is corny, but no one's ever said he's, he's not a good he's guy. He's definitely corny. No one's ever said he wasn't a good but guy. But I think I think what Keely's saying is she, she endorses that pickup line. So she falls in line with Jeanette and falls in line with my wife that, all right, Russ, like, that's good stuff. Because when you're looking for a husband. Stone and I are just like, ugh. Because, see, y'all are thinking, y'all are thinking like, and I don't know like why. Future? You're not single. <laughs> yes. Y'all are thinking like single dudes. See, my girlfriend told me she would laugh in my face and immediately walk away. You have a away. girlfriend now? I, I, I've been dating a girl, my girlfriend for five years. Okay. She would have laughed in my face and immediately walked away. How old is she? 23. Going to change a little bit if, if pebbles come. <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling I'm telling you, when you become a wife and a mom, your thoughts about what is and isn't corny changes real quick. See, that's the thing for me. Like, I think, in, in my opinion, it raises more red flags about Sierra than anything. Like, if you're falling for that line, I'm a little scared. Like, if I, you're falling for the Russell line? Yeah. Really? Just, like, the way I know he would deliver it. Like, he even turns his tone down hopping on Kevin Hart's podcast. Like, he don't even talk like that. <laughs> so I can imagine around, I can imagine around a girl... It's even worse. Like you ain't never losing. What do you like, think? Oh, that's that's mad corny. What do you think Future's line was? <laughs> I'm just curious. Maybe, <laughs> uh, it would be a know. sentence or two. I don't think it's much. No. 
I'm just, I, I was just curious. He's a nice looking guy and he's tall. And he's so. consistent. I mean, so. if I was capable of it, I'd be baby mama number nine. I, I mean, I was pretty, <laughs> just be, be completely transparent about this entire thing. Okay? Oh, my God. <laughs> Corny equals consistency. Oh, I will man. say that. Now, I, I'm the fortunate one that I that I was able to get. All of that. My husband's not even corny. Let me not say that. Consistency without the corny. Okay. You know what's consistent? Consistently awesome and definitely not corny. The old yellow train known (laughs) as Brightline. That's consistent. West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. Want to go to the heat? Speaking of consistent, consistently top seed in the east. If you want to get down to the heat, especially when the playoffs start, Make sure you take Brightline because down here in South Florida, everything is a distraction. Breaking, traffic, congestion, accidents, going down 95, that's consistently terrible. You know what's consistently awesome? Making sure you avoid all of that. Stress-free ride with Brightline, the best way, really the only way to get where you need to go in all of South Florida, Dade, Broward, Palm Beach. Go Brightline.com or use the Brightline app. Get your tickets round trip. Make sure that you take advantage of the perks that come with traveling Brightline. Even if that means that was premium tickets, that's the way I roll. I love the drink. I love the snacks. I love getting treated like I'm in first class on the Brightline train. That's the way to ride. Brightline. Go Brightline.com. A ton of events going on in South Florida the next couple of weeks. Not just the heat. This is the way to travel with Brightline. When we return, Stephen Ross... This is not going to be a good next couple of days for him, I have a feeling, the Dolphins owner. She's Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levicka Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Did we lose our uh, our pirated master stream with Bao, our random Asian man? Yeah, it appears we did. Too many bong rips. Too many bong rips, and that's how you get taken down off of YouTube. It was a good <laughs> run. Thank you, Bao, for the Tiger coverage. And uh, you brought us many good moments, Bao. So uh, enjoy the rest of your day. And keep it up. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, we uh, we did not have access to uh, to the Masters coverage Why uh, due to circumstances here in our million dollar studio at ESPN West Palm. <laughs> so we were we were watching a pirated Masters uh, broadcast on YouTube with uh, a a man superimposed into the bottom left corner, a random Asian man named Bao, who has since been kicked off of YouTube. He also just bombed his drive 302 yards. Kenny, Is he still even? Even par? He's even par. Even par. Two shots back still? Two shots back. Who's even well, leading? I haven't mentioned anybody other than Tiger. Actually, Joaquin Neiman, who he's playing with, is three under. So now he's oh, three so back. he's three shots back. That's all right. Top ten? Top Ooh. ten. I would guess he would. Yeah, he's tied for six. Yeah, this is a good day so far. Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Are you? You're not on TV tonight, are you? I am. Oh, she is on TV tonight. Thursday. Okay. All right. So giving uh, you face. Giving. <laughs> Since I got my hair pulled back, giving you face. Giving you face here on WPTV News Channel Five, WFLX Fox Twenty Nine. Uh, Stone Lebanowitz, he is uh, giving us bad montages, but a whole lot of fun. 
Uh, tomorrow, it'll be more Tiger talk. It'll be Jeanette in here uh, <laughs> tomorrow for uh, round two this week. Um, so this is breaking news presented by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. There is more to the Brian Flores lawsuit, which has added two additional coaches um, uh, against the NFL alleging racial discrimination. But this is the part I want to focus on because this is the part that applies most locally and it involves the Dolphins. And it involves Dolphins owner Stephen Ross and it involves the initial Flores accusation that Ross offered him payment in exchange for losses. Okay. This is from Pro Football Talk. Mike Florio. Flores's amended lawsuit filed Thursday includes a claim for retaliation under the Florida private whistleblower statute. He contends that his employment was terminated because he refused to intentionally lose football games, quote, in violation of the Sports Bribery Act, among other laws. Because Flores claims he was a whistleblower, an obvious question arises. Did Flores actually blow the whistle before he was fired? Consider this from paragraph 166 of the amended complaint. This is from today's amended complaint. Quote, Mr. Flores memorialized Mr. Ross's desire to have Miami lose games in a December 4th, 2019 memorandum that was provided to GM Chris Greer, CEO Tom Garfinkel, and Senior VP of Football and Business Administration Brandon Shore. In this letter, Mr. Flores detailed the toxicity that existed within the organization and explained the unreasonable position he was being placed in by the team ownership and upper management. So that is in the new lawsuit that Brian Flores wrote a letter to, again, Tom Garfinkel, Chris Greer, Brandon Shore, memorialized it as the amended lawsuit puts it, that he was offered money in exchange for losses. Now, the money that Brian Flores is alleging is $100,000 per defeat. Now, I look at this and I think, well, where's the actual receipt? It's one thing to write it down, but where's the actual receipt? Mm -hmm. Maybe it happened, but you can't really prove anything unless there's something in writing, Mm -hmm. right? Or you tapped a phone, or you were wearing a recording device, and I doubt either of those two things I just mentioned were actually happening. Well, and one's illegal. Well, one definitely is illegal, <laughs> unless there was already law enforcement involved. Yeah. And uh, right now, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. So, I I look at this, and and Stephen Ross, here's what's going to happen today. We're going to read this, and it's already all over Pro Football Talk. Adam Schefter is already tweeting all about it, and we're immediately going to jump into the C. See, there was always something to this with Stephen Ross and paying Brian Flores to lose. Where in my world, I still don't see any evidence. Where is the evidence? Yeah, innocent Where is proven guilty. Well, and here's what's weird to me about everything you just said. It's an amendment, which obviously means this is this we're coming out with something in addition to the lawsuit we already filed. The first lawsuit was filed February 1st. Mm-hmm. Here we are, what is the date? The 6th? April 6th? Here we are, April 6th, filing an amendment about a memo that was sent in December of 2019. Yeah. You didn't know that on February 1st when you filed that suit? Not that amendments don't exist, but that's strange to me. That raises a red flag. That's number one. Number two, to your point about the receipts, if you look at the first complaint, they have the text messages in there, those text messages between him and Brian Bilicek, 
and they have uh, one or two other things that are that are in that complaint that you can see screenshots of. Why is it that? Yeah, where's 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 that? Yeah. So So those raised red flags. Well, and the third point is December 2019. You didn't get fired until January 2022. Yeah. Why so long? If you if you truly blew the whistle two years ago, essentially a year and a half ago. That's just strange to me. I'm not saying they're not telling the truth, but that's weird. So some in the milk ain't clean, as the as the people like to say. It, now there is there is the part where this this was written. If you go by the date that is in this amended lawsuit, the date is r- immediately after they beat the Eagles to go to three and nine and basically completely fall out of the picture for the number one overall pick. So that would sync up where Stephen Ross is like, bro, come on, like this is mm-hmm. putting us in a bad spot. Come on, start losing. I'll throw some cash your way. But again, so Trey Wingo, Trey Wingo, formerly of ESPN, mm-hmm. like, this is what I'm talking about, though. This is what I'm talking about. He just tweeted, Brian Flores has the receipts. Where? Right. Well, do you know what a receipt is? Right. Because you Xeroxing or passing along a copy of a memorandum you wrote and passed it along to the GM and to the CEO That doesn't mean anything because as far as the allegation is concerned about Stephen Ross offering you money, that's the receipt, and that's what's missing. So actually, no, Trey Wingo, Brian Flores doesn't appear to have the receipts right now, at least not in the amended lawsuit. Well, and and to that point, if you you are going to do something like that, you you have to be more forward-thinking and say, I'm going to keep a hard copy. I'm going to keep a hard copy on my computer that will have the timestamp when I made the when I made the document, when I drafted the document. I'm going to email it to you. I'm going to send it to you certified letter mm-hmm. to now it has proof when I sent it cuz I can write a letter right now that says December 19th. Right. 2019. Right. That doesn't mean I wrote it on December 19th, 2019. And listen, I'm not trying to undercut Brian Flores like For fine, sure. but but when it comes to litigation, mm-hmm. there is no way that they sit down with lawyers and the the lawyers for Stephen Ross and for the Dolphins see that and go, oh, we are <laughs> screwed. Mr. Ross, we better settle this before there is a massive problem. They're going to say, uh, so where's the actual evidence? Right. Where is the actual request for losing in exchange for money? And to me, and I'm an idiot. Okay, I didn't go to law school. I'm just a common dope who watches pirated masters feeds and cheers on Tiger Woods on the air and yeah. makes fart noises in the middle of a show. Okay, <laughs> I'm just that guy. But I'm sitting here and I'm seeing a, a, a memorialized message that finally got sent to the higher ups, but it doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. That's not a receipt. That's a Xerox. <laughs> There's a big difference between a receipt. And a Xerox, and this ain't it. And they had the Xerox copy in there. Is that what? That's what it, what it appears that that that's in existence. Yes. Right, but we. But don't, that is again. That doesn't. That mean doesn't anything. mean that it went to Chris Greer. Right. Right. And who can always say I didn't get that? Yeah, I don't know. Right. So you're right, and so that's why you have to. But then Stephen have Ross all can, those things that I said. Right. You have to have a certified letter. You got to say no. I sent it to them on this day, and here is the proof. Yeah, and it, but it, that even if that's the case, even if that's what transpired. There's nothing there 
that uh, appears to have recorded any conversation or any communication between Stephen Ross and Brian Flores about the actual act. Because my contention in this entire thing has been Stephen Ross said something offhanded that wasn't serious, that was meant to be a joke, and Brian Flores, who we know is not one for humor, who we know <laughs> is not one for letting loose and kicking his feet up, I'm sure <laughs> there's a possibility, and call me crazy, there's a possibility that maybe he heard it a different way, and him, chip on shoulder, I'm trying to establish a culture here. It's like, mm-hmm. well, screw that, and uh, immediately wrote this message and sent it on. That's what I think happened, is that there was something said offhanded as a joke. It was never serious, which also is not bribery. It's not fixing games. It's not offering money for losses. It's simply bad humor, and that's all this ever was. Uh, that And that is an interesting point. That would be interesting if that happened. But to that point, if you take it, it say, let's go with that, that it was a joke. Mm-hmm. If you're Brian Flores, don't you say, wait, are, did I think I he- heard you right? Don't you want to get some proof right. before you say, yeah. forget it all yeah. and throw the baby out with the bathwater? Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's why also, too, then, there's, there, this is so flimsy. This, this memorialized message is not a receipt. Until yeah. there's a, Mr. Flores, I'm offering you this money with a loss or with losses, whether it's recorded voice message or it is in writing, there's no such thing as a receipt here. I don't think you're going to get that. But but I think that memo, if you're going to put something out like that, you got to back it up with more than just the Xerox yeah, copy. Yeah, that, that, that's just not going to do it. Yeah. That's just not going to do it. So for me, I think this is a whole lot of nothing still. But but based on the social media reaction, as I predicted, it's already Brian Flores has receipts. Two months, af- two months after we yeah. filed the original one. Yeah, and except... It doesn't appear there were actual like receipts, right? Um, like that's like me going to Publix and writing a message that I bought this uh, frozen dinner on February sixteenth, two thousand twenty-two. Okay, great, but where's the actual like receipt? Where's the actual receipt? <laughs> the one that says from Publix. Publix, right? The one that shows that I actually made a transaction. Okay, that'll do it for us. I'm a legal genius, by the way. You that's, are. I'm. I'm headed to. Lawyer school. Legal see. school. See, that's I thought good. we was going to make it through. I know. Well, we didn't. We well, didn't. That was a clunky dismount. Tiger Woods is parred. He is still three shots off the lead. Now two shots off the lead. Let's go, bogeys. All right. For Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. She's on TV tonight. You have great teeth. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Bye-bye.